Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What? Dish. We are in hour two of the program. Thank you for joining us. We've got a guest coming up that's going to talk a little bit about, you know, we started with dry January and then we had damp January, moist January. <laughs> did we? Some did people are just moist. This. Stephanie was a little moist, a little damp. <laughs> Please don't say that word. Um, but now we are heading into, well, we're in also Veganuary. Okay. I don't know if you knew that was a thing. No, we're making that happen. It is a thing. And our guest next, Jody, is going to talk with us about what is happening to explore some vegan options or to maybe add more vegetable-based things in your life. My producer on my TV show is vegan, so it's really fascinating that I'm learning so much about it. Right. And I don't know why I'm, I'm, I was just, Alex and I, like, I make everyone tell me what they eat. I just, I was I like, so what do you eat? Me. What do you cook? When, like, I want to know <laughs> what people eat. My day. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So tell me, cause I think what people eat is super fascinating. Interesting. And people ask, like, I eat once a day. You do? Yes. Oh, good Lord. No. Like a big meal. Okay. And it's, I do it exactly wrong. Are you I doing the fasting dinner. thing? I have fasted and like fasting. Right. I feel like we've talked about that before. I just eat dinner. Okay. I like dinner. I want a lot of dinner. I like to cook dinner. I like okay. to think about dinner. I don't think about food much during the day. I just drink coffee. I'm terrible. I drink coffee all day okay. and then I eat a big dinner. So you probably have an how ulcer going. You just don't know it yet. Probably. Yeah. And on weekends, I will vary it up a little bit. And right. like if I've exercised a ton or had like three hours of pickleball or something, I might <laughs> eat a little yogurt. Right. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I eat. It's not great, but it is. I've I've never been able to eat. Well, not never, but, uh, I am not a breakfast person, which I know they keep saying you should eat breakfast. I love it. It just, oh yeah, but I'll eat them for dinner. Yeah, for Um, sure. I, I just have my coffee and then I'm usually good until I remember around noon or one. Yeah, that's how a lot of people eat too. If I had to wait till dinner, 
I would feel like I have a hole in my stomach. <laughs> All right. Speaking that of note, that, we are going to get to the top two in our two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the Weekly Dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right. Give me two. Winning, winning, winning. All right, Alex, we're going to start with you in the top two in hour two. What are you obsessed with? So my new thing is, thanks to my friend Tasha, she introduced me to this, bellying up to the bar. Okay, does she know Stephanie March? Because this is her preferred way of eating. Her and Stephanie Meyer belly up to every bar. I've definitely noticed that was smart, yes. So we just, anywhere we go now, it's just bar eating. And there is just something about that um so one of my goals is to be more comfortable with solo eating solo dining that's a great goal i really think that that's something that i want to strive towards maybe not in 2024 we'll see i like it but yeah and um do you know what the key to solo eating is what always having a book or a kindle a book a book so that if it's getting weird also it's good to let your server or your bartender or whoever know that you're solo eating right because if you ever get creeped out or someone spending too much time spending talking to you or okay. getting weird, right? A book or the Kindle is like ends Focus. that well, conversation. And, and, and AirPods in your ears, even if you're not actually listening to anything. Yeah, potentially, That's, I do that at the gym too. Yes. Um. So just sitting at the bar, you have seriously the best views. People, you a lot of times you get to look into the kitchen. You get to have conversations. Yeah, I love it. We were we were at the bar on a couple of nights ago. We went to this dive bar and just sat at the bar and ended up having the coolest conversations with these people. Just and then you just leave. It's yeah, we've met thing. a lot of people at oh. bars too. Because when you're at a table, you're very isolated. So that's that's my goal, especially as I'm traveling more and more by myself, which is now my preferred mode of travel. That's I just can go and enjoy a good okay. meal and not have to wait for people. I am here with Alex Laudner. She's filling in for Smarchy. If you just tuned in, Smarchy's out sick today. Um, okay, my uh, top two is sort of vague, but I went to the Sonder Shaker, which oh, yeah. I we just bellied up to that bar just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I had feelings about oh. it because of Nye's being next door and it being on the Nye's space, and it felt like hallowed ground. And Actually, I just I was have never say eaten hallowed there. ground, right? So I did eat there finally, and I had a good experience. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. What I what really interested me was that that was that I had good food. The service was good. The drinks were good. Yeah. And then next door is this super cute little coffee shop. I talked called, about it two weeks ago when I was on the radio. Okay. That was my top two. Silver fern. Silver fern. Beautiful. And then, like on the corner, is sort of nice. Sort of nice that yeah. looked sort of romantic, kind of. No. Okay, because it did look romantic. There were lots of couples in there. It was dark, and there were a few couples like at the bar getting kind of handsy, and I was walking by and just looked in the window, and I thought, well, this is kind of a cute corner. It's Well, for sure, it's a whole different thing. If you're if you're looking for knives, yeah, you'll be there. crushed. Your soul will be crushed. It's a, it's a lovely little fun bar, but it is not nice. It never will be nice. It, just, it needs to have a different yeah. name. So I'm going right. to say my top two is uh, check out Sonder Shaker. I thought it was good. The burger looked amazing. I did eat that. The Brussels sprouts. I did have the Brussels sprouts. Amazing. With maple. Uh, uh, yes. Like a maple so good. glaze. So yeah, good. really yep. good. Yep. Okay. So your second one, Alex. So uh, just one note on that. In in Silver Fern, they also, they become a bar at night. It's a wine bar in the back. I don't know if you saw that. There's an actual wine bar. So 
you can go have your coffee, go back a few hours later and have a glass of wine. This and speaks same to my actual desire of trends in 2024 that I would like to see. And here it oh, is what it is. Yes. I would like every retail location, retail. every brewery, every coffee shop, every bar. I want multi-purpose things. Okay. So like, like a, a, a patina wanna, should have a bar. In correct. The back. Okay. Or a coffee shop. Okay. Or if you're a coffee shop, why can't we order drinks later on at night? Absolutely. Or if you're a brewery, why can't we co-work in your space in the morning and have some coffee, get a barista in there? Like, I want to utilize spaces for more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. And especially the ones that close at 3 p.m. because they're just a coffee shop. Then that space is just sitting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, is it a community space then? Like, what about co-working right. at night? Yeah. What about, like, I don't know. I just feel like we have all this space and multi-purpose your business. Think about like ways that it could be other things. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. that's my soapbox. But all right, so your second thing. My second thing is Boucheron. Oh, I have not gone oh, and I've heard my it's so goodness. good. It is so, so lovely. That's the word I keep. It's the kind of place where I want to go there and just let the, have them let me just sit for a while. It's the space in the old corner table. It's the old, old, old corner table yes. and uh, an old revival. And they zhuzh it up so beautifully. It's so uh, an overused Is word. Is it but like quaint. a date night? You spot? know, is yeah. it a gal spot? Like, it's, is it's, it it's cozy? It's very, very cozy. It's it's very date night, and date could be with your girlfriend. Sure, but it, I don't would not say this is where families should strive yeah. to hang out. But I'm sure they would welcome you. And so they it's also a two to bu- four top sitch. Yes, but they do have some you know banquettes that you can pull closer together. So a group of six to eight girls. Could would do it. it would be okay. a great hang. Um, but they do have the bar right in the front, same as when Revival. So you can look into the kitchen. That would be my my top spot. The only thing about sitting at a bar in a lot of these places is the bar is right by the front door. And in, in February, that chilly. might be a little chilly. But put your scarf on and, and go belly to up to that bar. See what a segue? I had two things that were united. Okay. Here is my second And this is a weird one, but it's very charming. There is a guy and his name is, oh shoot, I have to look it up. He has, he's known as Wasco. Oh, I know him. He's a, he's a drawer, an illustrator. Correct. Yes. And what he does is he draws local restaurants, bars. um, I've actually met him. He's not what you expect. Yeah. Right. So I started following him. He created, it's wascowashere.com is his website. And he created a Substack that I am subscribing to. And basically he's someone that has tons of drawings mm-hmm. of some of your favorite places in the Twin Cities. And he's just sort of light. And Wasco stands for walking around, checking stuff out. He 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 did a lot of illustrations for uh, Heavy Table. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think that was the way I first saw him. But then yeah. I saw he started a Substack, and I started following him, and I just find his little drawings and his animations very cheerful. And he captures a part of the Twin Cities that, like old neon signs, things that maybe you haven't thought about. He'll be able to do a drawing of people sitting at a at a counter at a bakery. Like, I don't know. There's just something about him. And very I get light it. handed. It's not yeah. heavy. Yeah. I would love to have a series of like your favorite restaurants in poster form. Correct. On my wall. Yeah. 
So he's, uh, I just said correct again. Stephanie was teasing me because I said that last week. Oh, it's really? a very Canadian thing to say. And my <laughs> rallies are from um, from uh, Montreal. And they you just said go, rallies. What is that? <laughs> That's correct. Um, I just am kind of obsessed with this guy. I think his little um, illustrations are beautiful. And I like his Substack. And I get it in my inbox every Sunday morning. That's and hilarious. I just kind of take a minute to walk down whatever lane he's walked down right. and see it through his eyes. So that is uh, Waxo walking around, checking stuff out, W-A-C-S-O. All right. So we have a great show coming up. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk with Jody Gruen about Veganuary when we come back. Hello. I'm standing outside in my underwear, shivering. They say it burns 400 calories an hour. Is this a workout craze or just crazy? No pain, no loss. I just lost feeling in my toes. We could enroll at the Y for a $0 enrollment this month. We'd get the latest equipment and a free fitness assessment. And it's inside. Let's go to ymcanorth.org for details. Feel the burn. The frost burn. Weird that we're uh, having a throwback with Leanne Rhymes there. Uh, we are here today. I'm Stephanie Hansen with Stephanie's Dish. Alex Laudner is here. She's a freelance writer. And she's Hello. filling in for Steph March, who is out sick today. And Jody Gruen is here. She is an evangelist for vegan eating. She is with Wholesome Minnesota. Uh, she's also a product inventor for a new blend of spices called Boreal, right? Yes. Okay. Jody's my neighbor, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. And you are the first person that ever talked to me about like plant based and vegan eating. Really? Yes. And it was like, I don't know, maybe six years ago or yeah, probably. like I knew about it, but I like was very jazzed by your commitment to it and how important it is to you. Let's just my producer on my TV show is vegan. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning a lot more about vegan eating and what that means. Can you talk a little bit about Veganuary and how this began and why people are doing it? Sure. So Veganuary was started in the UK about 10 years ago, and it was started more as kind of like the an ethical movement. Um, and now it's morphed into something completely different. So in 10 years, we've seen vegan, the vegan category grow tremendously by like 800% or yeah. so. And we've seen products come along that are so much better than what was available before. And I think everyone used to have the stereotype of, you know, veganism being about tofu and salad. And now we're seeing these incredible burgers and incredible, um, you know, chicken type products and all this kind of stuff. If you're into that, which is a great gateway for a lot of people. And what Veganuary really is now is an invitation for people to come and just try it, you know? So ideally the, the idea is join, you know, join January with the commitment to do a full month of veganism. But if that's kind of a hard commitment for you, it's totally fine to say, I want to commit to like a meatless Monday or I'm going to do five days a week vegan um, and then I'm going to like indulge a little bit on the weekends. But the idea is to really just get you thinking about it and trying it and knowing that there are resources and people out there that can really help you. Well, and we could do Veguary, right? We could. And I was saying you're going to love Veganuary because you're going to want to do Veguary. Yes. And then... Varch. Varch and <laughs> vapor. April and I mean, we could so just maybe so not vapor. So we could make oh, <laughs> celebrity well, relationships. Like yes. April. Um, <laughs> what I love about where we're at with food now is it was like very hard, rigid rules in the day, right? So you were a vegetarian or you were a pescatarian or. 
there's so many variations now about how people are eating and their reasons for doing yep. it. Some people have ethical considerations about animals. I'm glad you do because it's good to think about our planet and think about the animals. Other people are thinking about it from a planetary standpoint mm-hmm. and greenhouse gases and what animals are emitting versus plants. Other people are just like health reasons. Yep. And what I'm worried about for our plant-based lives is there's so many cool products that are coming, but it seems like the food industry is really like latching on to plant-based. And is it then going to be where we're just eating all these chemically based fake plant things? Well, I've been seeing, you know, it looked like this year they're saying we're going back to plants. To real plants. We're like going if back you, to real plants. Yeah, you don't need to eat fake right. meat. You can eat beans. Exactly. And I actually prefer to eat that way. But those products exist to give people, like I mentioned, a gateway. It gives people that opportunity to see something that they recognize and go, oh, I can have a burger. Or or it can be that thing that makes you feel included at a barbecue or Correct. something like that. But I agree, there's these these products are coming out there. But the thing to note, too, what's happening is the larger corporations and organizations are coming on board now and they're taking over the category. So these small businesses that used to be, you know, providing us with these products are either going out of business. They're being bought by, you know, large, you know, corporations. Sort of what we saw with the organic movement. Totally. And that's, you know, that's absolutely what's happening. And I, too, am concerned with the amount of ultra processed plant based food that's out there because. Now you're mitigating the health benefits. Um, you might be doing better things for the environment, um, for the animals, but you have definitely mitigated the health benefits. And so everyone's coming at this journey, w- meeting it where it's at, mm-hmm. right? So I still feel like veganism is very like rigid. And it's only because I don't know like how much is available right. and how many people are eating like this on a day to day basis. Like it's not super complicated. No, it's really not. I mean, and I teach cooking classes also, and my cooking classes have been selling out because people are very curious. And we know that the number one obstacle to, you know, a lifestyle change is knowing how to do it. You know, like it's like you're not going to go run a marathon if you've never run a mile, you know. So the same thing, I think that's the approach with veganism is, you know, just add little things, you know, learn about tofu, like choose, you know, choose some ingredient that's interesting to you and then look up recipes or look at your favorite recipe and look up, you know, uh, someone who's veganized it, you know. so That is exactly what I'm doing. It's funny because there's a woman... Carolyn Chambers, she's a recipe developer and she writes cookbooks and every recipe she writes, she has substitutions for if you're a vegetarian, Mm -hmm. if you're vegan, she really breaks it down. And it's getting me to even in my own recipe writing and in my own cooking, think about Mm -hmm. and I think about it because of Michelle, my TV producer. So if we're going to make something, we always I have tons of food all the time. My poor neighbors. I mean, I'm just bringing food to them. I know. And I don't get down to your house. My immediate group, like, see me coming, and they're almost, it's almost like the lady with too much zucchini, (laughs) believe it or not. But I'm thinking about, like, okay, how can I make this so that Michelle can take some home and eat it when we're done? Yeah, yeah. It's nice that you're thinking like that, and I think that just shows kind of how it's, um, you know, it's becoming involved in many more conversations. There's a lot more plant-based people out there, or people who are saying, like, I do, you know, I eat plant-based major, you know, the majority of the time, but then, you know, I do make exceptions, you know, like when I'm having like a cultural experience or I am going to dinner at someone's house. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. So what are, when you're doing a cooking class, uh-huh. like what are the top three things? I guess you kind of just said, explore other 
things. Uh-huh. Um, what else do you tell people to do to explore and start creating their vegan lifestyle? Well, I think I think we just kind of start with sort of general ingredients, and I try to introduce people to things that maybe they don't ha- they haven't you know, worked with before, um, like, for example, nutritional yeast, which yes. has, you know, like an umami flavor, kind of a cheesy thing. You can throw that on popcorn, but it's also a great thing to add to, like, if you soak cashews, you add nutritional yeast and other spices, you can make like a cheese sauce that is really, it's, I mean, it's not cheese. And that's the other thing to remember is we're not trying to act, actually replicate 100% what something tastes like, but texturally we can get there and we can get sort of flavor that mimics it. We're going to hold Jody over. Can you come and stay with us for the next segment? Because I want to talk about some restaurant ideas. And just, uh, I think people are very curious about this. So we're going to hold you over. We're going to go ahead and take a break. But when we come back, we'll help you get your vegan lifestyle going. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash weekly dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weekly dish. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Dish today. I'm Stephanie Hansen with Stephanie's Dish here with Alex Laudner. Stephanie March is out sick today, but Jody Gruen is our guest and we were talking about vegan and what it means to be vegan and how we can eat more plant-based or incorporate more plants into our lifestyle so we talked about nutritional cheese what's another like tofu is something that is the gateway i think for a lot of people so good and a girlfriend of mine and i we're like why don't we make tofu more so i am thinking about tofu but isn't Aren't we supposed to avoid soy-based products as breast cancer survivors for you yes for me yes but i still like I think I can eat a little bit of it yeah. and it's going to be fine. Like yeah. just a little tiny bit. Is because I love for... tofu and I rarely buy it for home. I actually have some at home right now, but I rarely buy it for home because I save it for when I'm going to go out to an Asian restaurant or get some takeout because then I always want it to be with tofu. And so since we have to really eat it in moderation, I tend to not keep it on hand at home also like i'm just i'm not a doctor right so i'm going to espouse some nutritional stuff that you check it out with your doctor but i do or google like if i think sometimes you have to eat things in such a huge quantity like it doesn't make sense to me that a little tofu is going to be worse for me as a cancer survivor than a giant hunk of meat 
You know what I mean? Like everything in moderation and everything has its pluses and its minuses. Yeah. So eat for your life. Yeah. And there is research, too, that says that that kind of soy tofu thing was just some bad research. We have a lot of bad research. So, you know, soy, again, is one of those things that's controversial and is probably something that, yes, you should talk to your own physician about because... Um, some people find that it works really well for them, and it, it it actually is very helpful. I do like that it's a gateway to just thinking about eating more plants. Mm-hmm. Um, how else can we eat more plants? And particularly, like, we're in Minnesota. What are you eating right now, Jody? I'm eating everything. Um, last night, I made, uh, like, a little um, lentil stew with kale and coconut milk, and it was so simple and warm and delicious. I do love coconut milk, that and I do amazing. love lentils. Yeah, it had a ton of protein. My kids ate it. You know, we just, like, enjoyed the fire and had some nice bread with it. Um, I've been cooking a lot of pasta. You can make really easy, delicious pasta sauces. Um with even like silken tofu is a great opportunity to make a great sauce and then add again, like a nutritional yeast and some other spices. Um, you can add, you know, herbs too, to make it more of like a basil sauce. Sure. Or nuts are great. Um, again, if we want to, where, you know, people do worry about protein and you can just layer nuts into things and all of a sudden you have a really satiating, wonderful sauce. People do worry about protein people and a lot of it. plant-based eaters, the people worry about it for them mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm fine. Believe me, you don't have to worry about my, right. what my concern is not concern, but what I wonder about is what if you're trying to watch your fat and caloric intake and trying to bring up your protein. Cause at that point your best bets are, you know, the lean meats and sh- seafood, shrimp, all of that is low in carbs, low in fat, but high in protein. Is there anything in the vegan diet that could, because beans, nuts, I love that. I could live on just that, but they're very high in calories. Yeah. But you know, as a vegan, I don't even worry about calories because I, Honestly, everything just works. I I don't count calories. I don't tell people they should count calories Mm -hmm. because really it's just this optimal diet. You know, it's just this. I mean, and, you know, major health organizations are recommending this for people now. And I I don't worry about calories. Which is also a nice for people that maybe have learned to count everything in yeah. their whole lives. Right, right. To just go fully Switching, fruit and vegetables yeah. and yeah. beans. And, and, I, feel and that's what I would relieving. also say too is like, and I'm not eating very much of that ultra processed stuff. I'm not right. eating a bunch of, you know, donuts yep. and, you know, veggie burgers that come from a box or anything like that. I'm right. I'm cooking, you know, yeah. my own food and I'm eating whole foods. That sounds wonderful. I'm just, I'm still trying to lose my Italy weight. So that's, I why, that's why I'm always thinking and it's just temporary, but, but if you lived in Italy, here's like nobody in Italy's fat. No, you're right. Because well, they walk everywhere. Because they walk everywhere. Yeah. That's and a different they thing, also yeah. have their grain is produced differently Absolutely. to make that pasta. It's Absolutely. not refined. Right. So, Absolutely. Okay. One of the things that we get a question about a lot on Weekly Dish is, you know, my son's girlfriend is vegan. My son's vegetarian and him and his is restaurants Mm -hmm. people want to know where they can eat at vegan restaurants so can we just talk a little bit about how people can make those kinds of choices yes well first off i would like to and there are chefs that listen to the show yes that's what i was going to say all you chefs out there get an amazing vegan option or two or three on your menu or know how to make something with love because that will make the vegan say 
let's go to blah, blah, blah. Um, the vegan is ultimately the decision maker for a group of people because everyone wants to make sure that person can eat because it's super depressing to have your friend next to you eating like an iceberg lettuce salad and French fries. Yep. So that's what I would say is think about it, you know, and be concerned about it and create something amazing because we also spend money, yeah. you know, and we will pay what it costs for this food I mean, vegans will pay <laughs> and they and they want good food. And yes. I never even thought about what you just said. Like, that is the choice of where people are going to go eat. I think that's why some of the food halls are doing so well, Yeah, because people need to go where there's a lot of dietary variety yep. and they want to be able to go as a group and their family and everyone be able to eat what they want to eat. Yep. What are some of your favorite vegan-ish or vegan-friendly spots? Well, I would love to... Because there are also... People are like, where is a vegan restaurant? Yeah. It's like any restaurant can be yeah. vegan or have plant-based options yeah. for you. Yes, most definitely. But I mean, I would love, you know, to let people know about the vegan restaurants because we want to keep those going, especially in our community. Um, there's a restaurant called Heal. If you're looking for, you know, healthy kind of things that is going to make you feel amazing and totally made with love. Heal's in North Minneapolis. Um, it's a beautiful spot and their food is incredible, but it's Steph and I are both taking yeah, notes. Yeah, heel. Um, I would also say, um, Reverie, which is in South oh, Minneapolis, yeah. mm -hmm. great space, delicious, um, you know, just kind of American style food, but also bowls and all that kind of stuff. Um, trio plant-based, which yep. is in uptown. Yeah. That's going to be soul food. Amazing. Um, if you're looking for vegan baked goods, Vegan East um, in Uptown. they I think they have three locations now. I think they have Uptown, South Minneapolis, and one other location. When you're it, making Northeast. vegan baked goods, I guess you have to substitute the butter. Yeah, there's vegan butter. Yeah. And what is vegan butter made with? It, is it cashews? You know, plants? There's coconut oil, um, nuts, you know, and then kind of more like marginery kind of product yeah. with, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a process yep. kind of product. Is Jay Selby still around? Jay Selby's. Oh, yep. I that was also on my list. Mm -hmm. right. Um, they actually were purchased by herbiferous butcher. Oh, if they you're familiar were with uh -huh. them. So sense, they are now, um, kind of sister companies as well. And they also have a lot of vegan and plant-based, uh, butchered, yeah, meat. So well, Jay Selby, don't they have a, a Big Mac like? They did. Even, yeah. yeah. And they probably still do. Yeah. I always thought the food there was really good. Just yeah. like it that it was plant based was kind of a bonus because yeah. it was just super delicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, OK, so that is some good uh, options. Are there any non vegan restaurants that you just like I go there and I have this thing? Um. Not necessarily. I think I more frequent the vegan restaurants uh -huh. because I love the fact that there's a menu that I can order anything. Yeah. But of course, you know, I can go to, you know, I can go out with my family, like my parents or something like that. And then, you know, we'll consider a place maybe like Crave, yeah. for example. Um, Mexican restaurants, you can always get something vegan. Yeah. Usually you have to ask. Um, I know some people are a little bit like, don't ask, don't tell kind of thing, you know, like with the beans. Because there might summer, be lard right? in there the There could beans. be something, yeah. you know, so if you want to go hardcore vegan, definitely ask. But also, you know, there sometimes are sometimes you're just going to eat with intention. When, exactly. You just you do even, your best. Even breads, you have to ask. A lot of breads have eggs or butter. Sure. Or, so even bread has to be. Yeah. Well, and if you really want to go hardcore with veganism, you need to be buying like organic flours and organic sugars because they use bone shard to 
um, bleach product. So if mm, you want to really dive shard. into it, yeah. Like we use animal products in a lot of things right. that you would Makeup. never imagine. Things we put Makeup, on. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, and when people are looking for vegan items, they're labeled a certain way too, aren't they? Yeah. Um, one of the, so I think that the, the, it may cost extra to have like that special vegan logo on just sort of like the certified Mm -hmm. organic logo. So really a great way to look is just to turn a package over and look at the ingredient list. And if you look at the allergens, it'll say contains eggs, contains milk, contain, you know, so that's a really good way and a good clue to find out if something's vegan, if it's not marked. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more question before we let you go. Yeah. Is there a packaged product that you just like could not live without as a vegan that you're like, this is in my grocery cart every time I shop? Vegan chocolate chips. Ooh. Oh, okay. What do you use them for? Um, Everything. I mean, you can make, you know, like I, I, I think chocolate chips are just so versatile. Like yep. not only can you make an amazing chocolate chip cookie, Seriously, an egg replacement, aquafaba, which yep. is the can, you know, chickpea juice, like a can of chickpeas. Um, so making an amazing chocolate chip cookie is probably. Is it, a, is it a even one to one replacement? Um, it's three tablespoons. Okay. For, for one, one egg. egg. Yep. That is crazy how that works, you guys. It's the sort of juicy, slippery stuff that's in your chickpeas. Yeah. It's like a starchy liquid yep. that you can use as an egg substitute, but you can also make like crazy whipped creams. And it is amazing meringue i just made meringue this week for a cooking class and people just were like bonkers like okay I mean, that it melts is crazy in your wow. mouth. i'll bring yeah. you some yeah. how can okay. people find out about your cooking classes jody they can go to my website um which is boreal b-o-r-e-a-l-l-e.com um and i'm doing all vegan um i just i'm doing some classes at fox and pantry right now in plymouth and they've sold out so like people are into this which i'm so excited about I've been doing community ed classes and I'm starting to add a whole new line of things like vegan cooking for families, vegan for athletes, you know, doing some of those more specialty classes. But right now it's been really about like proteins and just like a plant-based evening at the Fox and Pantry. I love it. Next time you have a plant-based evening, let us know because we'll help you promote it. I'd love to check it out. I am uh, just, I'm really interested in trying to help uh, spread the word a little bit and start expanding my own eyes and my own health. As I move forward and just making sure that I'm eating more intentionally. Is that the word I want to use? It that is. is absolutely the word you want to All use. All right, Jody. Thank you for being with us. Uh, again, it's B-O-R-E-A-L-L-E, Boreal. I'll put links up on our show pages. And when we say we put links up, we put them on Facebook. But we also uh, have them on the MyTalk 1071 page. Our producer puts them up. So if anybody has any questions, too, you can always reach us by Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Steph and I are really good about responding in Messenger. And if you have any questions for Jody, we'll get, send them along to her. So, all right. Thanks Thank for you. coming in, Jody. Thank it was you, super Jody. fun thanks. to spend some time with you. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish, everybody. What a fun day. We learned a lot about stuff. We learned about salt. We learned about being vegan. Um, I, I, shrubs. Shrubs, yes. THC. THC. Um, I'm going to do something fun with you for the next like 10 minutes. You ready for it? I don't think I am. Yes, you are. Okay. So our friend Jason DeRussia, who has his DeRussia Eats, who just bought his own billboard for his radio show. He just It's a little disturbing when you have a friend's giant face on the highway. It cracks me up. Yes. It cracks me up. I'm used to it because Lori and Julia, I'm used to I seeing suppose. Jason. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay. So every, 
on his show, he talks, he has an afternoon drive show and he talks about stuff. Yes. Okay. So he wants to add a lightning round of questions to ask his guests. Mm-hmm. And there's like 108 questions here that people have come up with to ask in a lightning round. Goodness. So I thought it'd be fun to ask them to you. 118 questions? Well, we're not going to ask you all okay. of them, but okay. So, so is this Jason's stuff or this is just things that these have are been, things okay. that people thought up okay. on Facebook? Okay. Okay. Someone starts out by wanting to know what the best ranch recipe is. And I'm just going to have to ranch reply because I have one. Ranch oh. dressing. No, I do not like ranch dressing. Okay. Next. I make a tarragon ranch. It's nope. delicious. Nope. What do you not like about ranch dressing? Are you un-American? It's uh, actually, I am. <laughs> I am. I have to work hard for my American citizenship, which I now doubt. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I think it's a little snot-like. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. little. Okay. Okay. Steak or sushi? Sushi. Triangle cut or straight cut for a sandwich? <laughs> what kind of psychopath question is that? I don't know. I'll eat any sandwich any day and any cut. Well, this is a real question because it is like when my mom would triangle, make a sandwich, she would do triangles. Cut. Triangle cut. But then when I did it for my little kids, I did halves. Okay, triangle. I guess a half is still a triangle. <laughs> I did straight cut. Okay. Uh, sweet or savory? Sweet. Okay. Stephanie's savory. So yes, that's I know. Okay. Uh, for breakfast, would you go smoothie or bagel? Smoothie. Uh, for a midnight snack, mm. cookies or cheese? Cookies. I mean, who's going to eat cheese as a midnight Steph. snack? Uh, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. She would. She doesn't even have cookies on yeah, hand. No, you're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite meal that your parents made growing up? Oh my gosh. So easy. Matt, my dad's mashed potatoes and then he made curry chicken with it, but it was just, it wasn't curry chicken. It was chicken, but he would put curry powder in the oil. Sure. And it had all this oil left over. So it was onions and chicken bits and then this oily sauce. And then, um, and then you put a little bit of that oily sauce on top of your mashed potatoes. Or he also made this other chicken, which was more the a cut-up chicken, and the sauce would kind of burn or stick on the bottom. And then my brother and I would get pieces of bread afterwards and scoop it out of the pan. We would, we would fight over who gets the last scoop out of the pan. Dad, you haven't done that for a long time, so if you could get on that, that'd be Yeah, great. and maybe he can write it down so we can have a recipe yeah, out of it. Yeah, I don't know how to make it. Okay, uh, rice or noodles? Rice. Oh, okay. Cake or pie? Neither. But you're a sweet person. Uh, yeah, but uh, pie. You are obsessed with donuts, though, right? I was. Is that I fair was. To say? I'm kind of over that. You you've passed through your donut phase. I feel like I have. I can't. Here's the thing. So can I change my mind? The the sweet and the sweet thing. I do prefer sweet. My body can no longer handle it. I think it's this either medication or age or what. Or menopause. Yeah. Or, or sorry, things. I'm really trying to avoid that part. But yeah, I, I I can't eat sugar. Like too much sugar, I will get sick. So pie. I would say pie because I would rather have something sour. Okay. Cherry. All right. Um. What are five ingredients in your pantry you always have on hand? Mm, beans, honey. Uh, tortilla chips. Those Pop- are my weakness. Popcorn. <gasps> I can't eat that anymore. But what? Why? I'm. I have diverticulitis. I am banned from popcorn. It's oh, been a really hard transition. Yeah. No. That's. Uh. Well, I have a 16 year old, so ramen. Okay. Ramen. Tortilla chips. 
Beans. Beans and honey. Okay. I love it. Uh, wine or a cocktail? Mm, both. Don't make me choose between my favorite two children. Don't make no, me choose. Tonight it's going to be a cocktail. Um, okay, McDonald's or Taco Bell? No. Just a no. A solid no. Uh, Velveeta or Kraft Mac and Cheese? No. Come on. I Do you, you've never even eaten like box macaroni and cheese? For sure. But when I was, you know. Yeah. I have 16. to say, I have to say. There is something about the Kraft macaroni and cheese, cheese powder. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese. But that's neither Velveeta nor I, I was picturing slices. I was picturing you're asking me if I want a slice of Velveeta on a piece of bread. Got it. No, there is now Velveeta shells and cheese, which okay. is soft cheese okay. like Velveeta. Uh, okay. Or there's Kraft macaroni and cheese, which is the orange dusty powder. Right. We use the Annie's or what have you. But yes. Uh, okay. Annie's is just the snobs version of Kraft. So. Of orange dusty powder. Orange that's organic. dusty powders. <laughs> that's not, I'm sure not organic. There is um, something about that. Craft macaroni and cheese that's still craveable to me. I will I will completely admit to taking a bite out of my daughter's leftovers. Yeah. And I never make it for myself, but no. if I was making it for someone else, like at the cabin, if someone had kids but house and I was making made it for mac them, and cheese at a restaurant, nothing better. Yeah, no, I do order a lot of mm-hmm. mac and cheese. But then I'm always kind of disappointed. Because a Depends. lot of times yeah. it's so like it's not craft. And no, it's like the bechamel is too floury oh, right, right, right. or not cheesy enough. Yes, or yes. Well, Millie finally learned to stop ordering it at restaurants because she would get so excited and then it would be too cheesy. And yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe, if you're No, awake. kids are funny because they won't order mac and cheese in a restaurant because right. they want the Kraft macaroni she learned, and yes, cheese. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? Oh, mayonnaise. I know. But people like Miracle Whip. I don't get it either. I don't get it. My husband wants like... If he's like having his moment, he'll bring home a tiny little container of Miracle Whip around Thanksgiving time it's for nostalgia. his turkey sandwiches. I didn't grow up with it. If you grew up with it and that's and you had a good childhood, yeah, I get I get the nostalgia in it. Yeah. Okay, hard shell or soft shell taco? Uh soft shell. But a hard it. shell every once in a blue moon is pretty every fun. Every once in a blue moon. I'd rather have chips, I think. Chips. What kind so, of chips do you buy? Like tortilla chips. But I'd rather if do I you buy I'd the lime chips. The what? The lime no, ones. No, those are so chemically. Oh, I love them. No, I I don't remember the brand. I know exactly where to get them at Target Lower Shelf. Okay, <laughs> that you're buying groceries at Target makes me laugh. Where do you buy your groceries? I know I don't ever go to Target for groceries ever. That's I. But I don't go to Target. It's been what since like my kid a, got out of diapers. I haven't been to a Target in a very long time. I can be at Target. I can easily be found at Target three to four days a week. I know I'm not normal because I don't go to Costco either because I'm afraid of the parking lot. Alex, thank you for spending time with me today. <laughs> as, as I just say, I'm not normal. Uh, we've got the Shop Girls coming up next. Yay. Great article about Allie Kaplan and the Star Tribune, and she's, she's just star. such a mogul. We are proud to have her on my talk and looking forward to having Steph back next week. Thanks for filling oh, in, thanks. Alex. <laughs> oh, well, no, it was just fun. It was fun. I'm kidding. I'm okay, kidding. I we'll love see it you soon. Thank you. Bye. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>